It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I would first like to thank each one of my listeners today that have tuned in live and the ones that will be listening to the recording on the podcast. I am just so very grateful and thankful for each and every one of you. And you are in for one amazing show again today, as I have with me my returning monthly diva, Beth Parrish. And her and I are going to chat about Challenge Yourself. Oh, wow. Is this going to be one incredible show? Beth, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Of course. Thank you so much, Joyce. I'm Beth Lauren Parrish, and my business is called Inspired Riding. I'm a remote coach, a certified riding instructor, and rapid transformational therapy practitioner, which is a unique form of hypnotherapy. And my whole goal in life is to inspire humans to embrace their inner power. And for equestrians, I remind them that they can really slow down and get present. They can tune in with their intuition and learn to trust it. And then they can deeply listen to their horses so that way they can have the best co-creative dances possible, whether they're on the ground or on their backs. And we have a lot of fun doing it. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, when you said that about embrace your inner power, wow, it's it's almost like everything you're doing, it's helping the women to challenge themselves, to challenge their own power that is inside of them. And I love that. That was the thought that came to mind when you brought that about embrace your inner power. You're helping them to challenge their own inner powers. Definitely. And, you know, I was thinking about it this morning, what I wanted to talk about. And something that comes up a lot is people get into these patterns of what they say to themselves. And many Mm -hmm. people repeat things all the time and just say, that's just who I am or, or that's just how it's always been. And for me, I just want them to just, like, take a step back and go, hey, wait a second, maybe I don't need to be like that. Maybe there are other possibilities for myself in this world. So that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to talk about challenging yourself is if you were to just start to take stock of all the things you say to yourself, all the things you do, all the habits you do in your life, just notice, are they really serving you? in your life? Are they helping you propel you forward into the direction you want to go? Or are they holding you back? And many times people just get really comfortable in these little ruts. And honestly, our minds are are always going to go with what's familiar. So if you're really wanting to challenge yourself and shift into a new reality, you have to like really decide that you want to step into a new habit and make that familiar. And you have to have a lot of self-discipline. And there's a lot of techniques to help with that. But um, I just wanted to start with that. Does that resonate with you so far, Joyce? Oh, so very much. Because 
to me it is so important what we say to ourselves or the habits we get in where we just get comfortable with where we're at. And it's kind of like we're in a groove and it's like, is this really moving me forward or is it just kind of, it's almost like you get stagnant and you stay in one position. And it's like, okay, how important it is to always be thinking about moving forward and challenging yourself to get out of maybe that old habit that you've been in that's not not raising you to the higher higher power of what's inside of you. Absolutely. And a lot of times like people don't even realize that they're stuck. <laughs> no. <laughs> For example, I had a, a gorgeous master class this past weekend called Powerfully Program Your Mind. And my clients are doing really well um, challenging their, their old thoughts. And then at one point, one person goes, well, this is hard. And I go, okay, well, that's a statement that you can decide to keep or not. You can just say it used to be hard for me, and now I'm going to shift into allowing it to become easier. So, so many people just go, this is hard, I can't do this, and then they just write it off. And then that allows them to go back to their comfort zone. So challenging yourself is all about challenging your thoughts and your beliefs. So if you can change one thought, that will help shift into a new belief. Those new beliefs will then shift into new behaviors, and then you're going to get new results. And those new results will then reinforce the original thought that you had. So that's your your new looping program that you can create in your mind that's really phenomenal when you think about it, if you just change one thought and decide that that you can step into that. Oh, I love it. I love that, to challenge your thoughts and your beliefs and how it will change everything. Oh, that is so neat. And the way you say things, like what you just gave the example of, of, oh, that is too hard for me, rather and say, no, this is a challenge, but I'm going to accept that challenge, and I'm going to see what I can do with it to make, to make it easier or make it so I can accomplish it, rather than saying, oh, that's just too hard for me and write it off. So, yeah, oh, I love it to change, challenge your thoughts and your beliefs because that's where it all starts. Absolutely. Um, so I want to suggest a kind of a fun exercise for everyone to play with to help them with this. So what I'm going to offer is think about writing down, writing down in a journal or a big piece of paper every single dream that you have for your life and and let yourself dream big. So even if right now some of these dreams feel completely unreachable at the moment, I just want you to write them all out. So that way they're on paper. <laughs> and then you can only look at them. And you can decide what's lighting up for you. And if there are certain dreams that maybe they've been outdated and maybe you don't want to pursue them anymore and that's okay. Or maybe some of them are still things that really get you excited but you're nervous about it. You're just not sure how to begin. So the next step is to ask yourself, who do you need to become to achieve these dreams? Not what do you need to do, but who do you need to become? So what you want to do is you want to start associating yourself with a whole new identity. Now, this could be just your future successful self, and keep it as simple as that. Or you can decide to focus on the energy of someone you admire who's really successful or someone that inspires you. 
So for me, I always resonate towards, you know, Wonder Woman because she lights me up and she will always just go for what needs to get done. And she's strong and she's smart and she's kind. And these are the, these are the qualities that I really love. So I think, okay, who do I need to become? So if I need to become Wonder Woman in order to get these things done, I need to be getting back in the gym. I need to be working out. I need to become more athletic so I can be really strong and really capable. And that way I'll be able to have a strong body, strong mind, and then my heart will be able to express everything I need to without feeling so tired or weak all the time. So that's one aspect. So you can start to think, okay, what is my new identity when I step into? So it could be somebody real, imagined, alive, passed away, or simply your own future self that you know is going to be successful and you just decide, okay, that's who I want to be. So once you have decided to tap into this new identity and have a really strong heart connection to this new identity, you have to think, what would this new, new version of myself, what kind of habits would they need to do so that way you can embody that version of yourself? So think about the habits you would need. So like I said, I would have to get in the gym more. You know, I'd be more disciplined about turning my phone off and, and focusing on the exact things I want to do for my business and for my horses and my animals and my life, you know. And that way I won't be distracted. Because she's very singular focus of, you know, <laughs> saving mm-hmm. the world kind of thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> want to make sure that your habits are aligning with your new version of yourself and then once you start to think about the habits that you want to create then you think what are the thoughts that you would need to focus on to create these habits so if I had a thought that popped in saying I just feel really tired today so then I can say okay do I need to give myself grace and let myself rest Or do I need to just put on my gym shoes and just get in the gym and start moving and then really assess? Because Wonder Woman would be kind, but she'd also push me a little bit (laughs) to say, okay, what is it you really want? What is it you really need? What does your body need? So you get to, like, play with the nuances of it. Whereas if it's just Beth, Beth would probably just hang out and maybe watch some more Netflix, you know, and not even think much about it. But (laughs) if I just go, no, I'm embodying the Wonder Woman energy right now, that's what drives me. That's what gets me real excited. See the difference? Yes. That's something I I would suggest to people, and and let it be a fun thing. Like, who do you want to identify with? So I had uh, some women that were talking about Xena, Warrior Princess. I'm like, oh, that's so fun. You know, and then another time, I remember the very first time I ever tried this out, I was at a horse show, and I was working with my little Arabian Biffy, and he was fantastic at Western Pleasure. Like, that was what he was trained for, and I did that a little bit with him, but to be honest, I was kind of bored, and I I didn't really like that scene too much. So I was inviting him, like, a tiny bit of jumping with me, basically, basically like, cross-rail courses and just simple stuff. He wasn't that into Uh it, but I feel like he was humoring me. So the the very first time we went to a horse show, we're in the warm-up arena, and I could feel he was getting really tense, and then that was making me really tense. And I'm looking around, and I'm like, this is going to go badly if I don't make a change really quick here. So I started thinking, all right, what do I need to do? I need to think about somebody else. Who, Who would be really good at taking care of this horse right now? I'm like, oh, it would be. Greg Best. Greg Best used to ride Jem Twist in the Olympics. And I was like, okay, I'm going to pretend I'm Greg Best right now. (laughs) And all of a sudden, I started 
rise a little bit taller, my breathing improved, my focus improved, our straightness improved, and next thing you know, if he was relaxing, going, oh, good, mom's got this. I can relax. <laughs> and we had a wonderful show. So it was so cool to just, you know, in, in, ignite your imagination and focus on what exactly you need to embody. And that is a beautiful challenge, especially when you're in a moment where you're like, oh, crap, this doesn't feel good. So instead of playing the victim, you get to decide, I'm going to be my own hero right now. Oh, oh I, absolutely. <laughs> I absolutely love that. I love that example about the show because how true that is. You were, you were tense. Your horse was tense. And it was all because of mindset. And when yep. you changed your mindset and your thoughts, everything changed. You changed, your horse changed, and you had a great show. So uh, that was a perfect example how important it is what your thoughts, how your thoughts really make your reality is what I'm hearing and what, how I feel too because they do. You were no longer the victim of, oh, this is going to be not going to go well. We're going to have trouble doing this, trouble doing that. You turned the whole situation around, and what a beautiful scene it was. Oh, that was a beautiful example. I absolutely loved it. I loved everything else you said, too, but that one really, really struck me on how your thoughts make your reality, and you gave a perfect example on how it does. Thank you so much. So now I'm curious, have you had any thoughts that helped you shift your perspective? Oh, yes. I would say on a daily basis. I mean, you can sometimes you just start your day and, yeah, things aren't going right. There's chaos going on. And you're like, oh, no, this whole day is going to go like this. Now what? And when you start to think, no, this isn't really as chaotic as what I'm trying to make it. There's good points in this. It's all going to work out, and it's like your thoughts totally make your reality because the whole day changes then, and things that you thought were so crucial, they become minor little details, and everything else just starts to blossom from there, and you start to see the positive in things rather than the negative in the way you start to look at it. And my big thing is to go do it is to write down what you're thankful for, do a gratitude journal. Because to me, that will totally change your whole thought pattern and it changes how your whole day is. So those, yeah, I would say it happens on a daily basis at my place. (laughs) I love that. And that's really impressive because some people get so stuck in that negative swirl. So for you to just go, wait a second, my whole day doesn't have to be ruined because that's just such conditioning in society. People think, oh, no, here we go. This is one of those days again. And, like, and that's just mm-hmm. what people say all the time. It's like, why do you need to keep saying that? <laughs> like, yeah. It's just, you know, I, I was watching golf this weekend, and then one, one professional that won, he had a triple bogey in the beginning of his round, and he still won. Most people, mm-hmm. if they had that terrible of a hole, they would unravel. But he was like, no, I'm just playing the hole in front of me right now. I'm in the moment. And, you know, we talk about that when we're in a dressage test because you get you get scores for each movement. So if you you mess up on one movement, you just keep riding forward into the next and know that you can, you can change it around at any second at the drop of a hat. 
So I'm so glad you said that because that's really important for people to understand and challenge those basic beliefs. Like what are things that you just say on automatic just because you've heard everyone else say it? You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, how true it is. It almost, it's almost like you don't even just think it. Things start to go and you go, well, it's going to be another one of those kind of days. And it's like, no, I'm not going to let it be one of those kind of days. So you have the power inside of you to change it around where it's not one of those kind of days is how I feel. And it just it's just amazing when you start to really realize this and start to play with it and make it happen in your own life. And you can do it in such simple ways by just, even when you get up in the morning and going rather than, oh, no, the alarm went off again, it's time to get up, go, hey, I'm up, I'm feeling good. And you look outside and you see the beauty and you're going, this is going to be a great day. The whole thing just shifts. So it's just amazing how you have the power to make it that way. I love that. And that's actually something very similar to what I I taught in the master class. So if you wake up and instead of having this anxiety of all the things you have to do, first you Mm -hmm. shift it to the things you get to do. And then you basically, you put on your director's hat. You get to direct the movie of your life. So if you take, even if it's 30 seconds, of just visualizing how your day is going to go and imagine it going smoothly and beautifully and then see yourself at the end of the day feeling so proud, feeling so satisfied, like, yeah, I did all that. This was awesome. Or whatever challenge came up, I have phenomenal coping skills. I took care of it. I'm good. And then that puts you in a totally different place where you're not even, you know, you're not reacting anymore. You're you're responding immediately when you wake up. And then you can also do it right before you go to sleep. I love to uh, program my mind. So I'll just say I'm going to wake up feeling, what's my latest one? I'm going to wake up feeling determined, focused, and amazing. <laughs> those oh, are, those I are love it. So when I was rehabbing with my leg, I would say I'd wake up feeling refreshed, energized, and pain-free. And I had to do that one a lot. And it really helped shift because I was stuck in pain after, especially the femur break, and I was on a, a walker for so long. I was like, man, I've got to shift my my beliefs here. And that's what helped me get into the gym more and get on the treadmill when I was finally able to clear to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, Mm -hmm. so I had a a really big limiting belief that I talked about also was that I'd never be able to run again. I don't know if I've talked to you about that before. but um, I don't think so. I had, because of the break, and so I had the surgery on my knee from – uh, torn ACL and MCL, and then six months later, I slipped in the house, broke my femur on the same leg, and have a nine-inch oh. plate in my left leg. So I have hardware all in that leg. <laughs> and so I was under this wrong belief, because my physical therapist still told me I would be able to run, I still felt like I would never be able to run again. Now, to be fair, I, I'm not much of a runner to begin with. Like, I did it occasionally. I was pretty good in school. I, I mean, I actually played soccer one season, but it wasn't like my favorite thing, but the fact that I thought I would not be able to really bothered me because I know I like to run alongside the horses. I like to be able to sprint every once in a while just for fun. And I like to be able to know if I need to get out away from something, I can run away. (laughs) Right. (laughs) With these thoughts, I was like, 
I was really, it was really interesting how I felt so stuck. And a lot of it had to do with me being in pain. So what I mm-hmm. decided to do is when I was programming, my, programming myself to wake up feeling pain-free, I would get on the treadmill and my whole goal was to think, what, what if I just bump up like one little notch on the treadmill each session? So by that time, every time I got on the treadmill, I started like speed walking. And then at one point I was able to like sprint for like three seconds. And then my, my eyes got big. I was like, oh, wait, there's a possibility here. It's starting to open up. <laughs> I just kept thinking, what am I capable of now? And I and I just kept that belief going, that thought going. And next thing you know, you see me in these all these videos running alongside Pepper, dancing around. You know, I I won't pass a pre-purchase exam if I was a horse, you know, but I can still run pretty well. <laughs> and I can stay out of his way if he gets too quick. <laughs> And it, it it was just a gorgeous transformation, and that was a way to, like, challenge myself. Literally, I call it one stride at a time. So you have to remember, when you're challenging yourself, you can throw yourself into the deep end, and you might feel like you're, like, drowning, or you can just go a little bit at a time and then come back to the shallow end, a little bit at a time come back to the shallow end, until you start to really build up those muscles of, you know, letting that thing that's unfamiliar become familiar. And yeah. it's, it's an incredible process. But if you really start changing your thoughts and your beliefs can change, then the behavior changes and then you see the results and you just keep following that loop and watch how it transforms your life. It's amazing. Yes, it is amazing. I love that one stride at a time because that's exactly exactly what it is. And it's just it's sometimes it's taking a baby step is what you might even call it. But you've taken that Step. You haven't stayed stayed where you were at or stayed stuck. You're slowly starting to move forward. And if you take that one tiny stride at a time, you'll be amazed how they add up to a big stride. And uh, it just keeps building from there. So, oh, that was great, too. I love the one stride at a time. And you, you gave another great example because you've experienced it yourself. And that's what's so critical is. You're not talking from what a book says or what you've heard. It's talking about what you have done with your own thoughts and your own body to make it happen. And that is that is incredible. I love that. <laughs> it reminds me of the Indiana Jones quote, it's not the years, honey, it's the mileage. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've, I've been through some miles, you know. <laughs> Oh, yes, most definitely. Oh, oh, how neat. And I can even I can even see it with our own animals, too, because they are so influenced by us. And just like you said in the show, how your horse's attitude changed. And it's just like one of my horses. We've worked on him for over a year now with some foot issues. And there was never a doubt in my mind, we are going to get there. We we will get there where he is comfortable. He's no longer in pain. And no, he he may not run again like he once did, but it doesn't matter as long as he's happy and content and he's not in pain. And that thought was the thought I kept in my mind, and I feel he did too, and he is so much better it took us we're still working on it but it's been a year later now and we're in so much better shape 
than we were a year ago. So I feel, too, the way you come off across to your animals, if there is a challenge maybe that you're dealing with, I think it has a lot to do with it, too, on on how they perceive it and how they feel about it, too. So I just wanted to throw that in because I truly believe the animals feel this feel your they definitely feel your energy and you feel theirs absolutely oh and i love that example i'm so glad your horse is doing better oh well thank you so am i because he's a treasure <laughs> but yes they feel they feel everything and and it's amazing all the nuances they pick up on like even just this morning um I went into the gym to do my Pilates workout, and and little Cordelia, my dog, was already sitting there waiting for me. She's like, yep, I know your schedule better than you. (laughs) (laughs) She starts wagging her tail, ready to be my little support system. It was fantastic. Um, But it's amazing to just, like, be open to possibilities and keep that energy inside of you with a focus on what you want to do really clearly, but then still leaving that door open for them to show you what else they want to offer. So my favorite thing when I ask Pepper to do something, instead of go do it, I say, show me what you got. And then he gets really excited. He goes on his head like, all right, I'll show you. <laughs> and it's oh, well, like, well, so it's like I'm offering him a little challenge. It's like, hey, go for uh-huh. it. And he's like, oh, stand back, lady. <laughs> I've got Hang on, here. girl. Got trigger from Winnie the Pooh energy going, <laughs> and I'll watch him kind of bounce and bounce. And this is, of course, what I'm talking about when we run alongside each other and do liberty. Um, and then when mm-hmm. I'm riding, I'll do the same. I'll start singing a little song, and and then I'll picture what I want, and then I ask him, "Are you ready?" And show me what you got. Are you ready to trot? Like I even make a little rhyme out of it. And he's like, "Okay, we go." And then it's just the most joyful, fun feeling. So you can challenge yourself to allow things to happen with more ease rather than feel like you're demanding things or feel like you're pushing so much. And then challenge yourself to get really patient and really curious if things don't always go your go your way, whether it's with riding or anything else in your life. So like we're waiting for something big to happen um, personally here and I just tuned in, and all I got was you just need to relax about it, and if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, you're going to be okay either way. And I was like, oh, okay. And I took a big sigh, and I was like, maybe I'll just go take a nap. <laughs> and I really listened to that. So a lot of people need to challenge themselves to allow themselves to rest more because we're going so much in this world, and our minds are going so much. So even if we need mm-hmm. to just grab a guided meditation to help us focus, you know, some people have trouble just sitting quietly um, and breathing and doing their own meditation. That's why I love guided meditations because then your, your mind still has something to focus on while you're letting your body just get back to that parasympathetic state and relax. And that that's a huge challenge for most people. And I, I found it happened a little bit to me yesterday. Um, I was participating in my friend's animal communication course, which I was blessed to be able to help her with creating meditations for it. And it's always so interesting listening to my own meditation for someone else's course. And it it was, you know, the words they chose, but I I recorded it for them. And it was so interesting. And I'm sitting there and it's going well. And then all of a sudden I can feel myself getting fidgety. I'm like, oh, that's new. And I just observed it. And I challenged myself to just come back to my breathing and allow myself to relax. 
And then I was just, I felt like really proud of myself that I was able to make that shift during the meditation and not be hard on myself about it. Just go, okay, that was just me being a little fussy. And, you know, that's life. We're, we're humans. We always have thoughts going. Yes, so I just definitely. wanted to say that, especially for people that have trouble with meditation in general. You're not alone, I promise. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome, Beth. Awesome. This whole show was awesome, and I cannot believe we are coming to the close. This went way too quickly. I'm like, we just started chatting. Goodness, where'd it go? It was like the time too. Oh, that was good. <laughs> yes. Well, before we close, Beth, would you please share with our listeners how they may best connect with you when they listen to this show and go, I want to connect with Beth Lauren Parrish? Absolutely. Well, they can go to my website. That's the easiest way. It's inspiredriding.com. And they can find the contact page all the way at the bottom. And um, I also have a Facebook group if they are interested, if they are horse riders. Um, they can go to Inspired Riders. They can look that up. You can also just find my Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook are all at Inspired Riding. So it's just pretty clear, simple. Um, and just you can message me or email me and I'm pretty accessible. I'm not one of those that just lets messages sit. I like to <laughs> engage with lots of humans and help them as much as I can. So, yep. Oh, oh, awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing how to connect with you. Thank you for sharing all your knowledge on this challenge yourself. And I want to wish you and all your animal families a very magical day today. Thank you so much. And the same to you. Oh, thank you so much, Beth. And I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this amazing show with our absolutely incredible diva, Beth Lorne Parrish. Be sure and tune in again next month when Beth will be sharing more of her knowledge with us. And please share this show with your family and friends. Check out all the other hosts and their shows on divasatcare.com. And remember, challenge your thoughts and your beliefs. And challenge yourself to be more relaxed and at ease and have some patience and be curious. Remember, it's one stride at a time to embrace your inner power. And with that, I want to remind all of you to be kind to everyone. Have an absolutely magical day. Give your animals that great big extra hug and share your love with them as they so deserve it. Until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles. Stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.